I'm Corinne Ruff, and this is Conversational Commerce, the podcast where we break down the biggest industry news and trends by talking shop with the Retail Dive team, thought leaders, and executives. Whether you're Amazon, any other retailer, or just a consumer, there was no escaping Prime Day this week. Forget day. The promotional period is now 36 hours of chaos. After stumbling out of the gate with a little bit of a technical difficulty, Amazon said it was the biggest Prime Day yet, beating sales from last year on Cyber Monday, Black Friday, and Prime Day. According to Amazon, the company sold over 100 million products worldwide, and small and medium-sized businesses selling on Amazon surpassed $1 billion in sales. In short, it was a massive day, as to be expected, and it tells us a lot about Amazon's strategy as back-to-school begins to kick off the holiday season. Clearly, it's a self-interested holiday for Amazon, but that doesn't mean that brands on the platform and off aren't benefiting too. Up first on this show, you'll hear from Cooper Smith, director of Amazon IQ Research at Gartner L2, about what Prime Day indicates for brands selling on Amazon on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and beyond. Then you'll hear from the whole Retail Dive team about our takes on the best and worst moments from Prime Day 2018, and what those takeaways could signal for the rest of the year. Before we dive in, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Support for Retail Dive's conversational commerce comes from Synchrony. Whether you're working forward to new retail experiences or just a better way to understand customers, Synchrony's data, analytics, and insights can help guide the way. Learn more at Synchrony.com. All right, let's dive in. Cooper, welcome back onto the show. Glad to have you on again. Thanks for having me back. So it is Tuesday morning, and we are about 20 hours into the chaos of Amazon Prime Day. Um, there's still, you know, the rest of the day and the evening to go, um, but a lot has already happened so far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, early indicators is that this is going to be the biggest Prime Day ever. Um, so we estimate that there will be roughly 2 billion visits to Amazon.com this month in July. Uh, for context, that's the third busiest month for Amazon in terms of web visits behind December and November. So this is clearly a very, very busy and important time of year for Amazon. Yeah. Um, so what we do know so far is that within the first 10 hours, Amazon has said that it has beaten the sales that it achieved last year during the first 10 hours. Um, so, you know, their Amazon Prime Day was off to a bit of a snag. I was one of the many, many people caught in that continuous loop of cute dogs telling me that I couldn't buy things yet, um, kind of in that never ending loop. But it doesn't seem to have inhibited sales. Um, I wonder why you think that is. Yeah, you know, I think that shoppers were obviously very persistent when it came to waiting out um, the site shutdown and, and the technical mishaps that Amazon had. So we were tracking it every few minutes and about 45 minutes into when Prime Day had launched, so roughly 345, 350, some deals had already seen more than 50% being purchased and being expired. So clearly there was a lot of, of purchasing going on very, very early on. Um, and I think that in terms of the types of items that we're seeing people buy and the types of deals that are the fastest to expire, 
Um, it, it does seem like it's a much broader range of categories and types of products that consumers are purchasing this year than we've seen in years past, where it was very heavily focused on just consumer electronics. But this year, we're seeing uh, some deals close very, very quickly in categories such as fashion, as well as home goods and CPGs. That was something that I wanted to ask you about because, uh, you know, in the initial release and information that Amazon has given, they've touted that they have sold, um, you know, millions of Alexa-enabled devices. Um, And that got me to thinking, you know, what about brands? Are they really the afterthought in Prime Day? Well, certainly private label is front and center in this year's Prime Day event. Um, We saw the same thing last year, but there are just so many more private label brands that Amazon operates now than just a year ago. Uh, So we've been tracking Amazon's private label investments over the past year. And since last Prime Day, we've seen the number of brands that Amazon operates more than double since last year. So there are just a ton more. And what's it up to now? It's over 80 now, over 80 private label brands. And that's across a number of different categories, um, but it's heavily invested in fashion specifically. So in some ways, I wonder, you know, how are brands doing so far when it comes to Prime Day? Um, You know, I've seen some definitely have some advertising on the homepage, brands like Under Armour, CPGs like Oral-B, Coleman. Um, You know, what brands are you seeing have the most benefits so far? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, You know, I think a lot of brands look at Prime Day as a huge opportunity um, to take advantage of of all the shopping that's going on. But at the same time, there are fewer and fewer opportunities for national brands to compete uh, just because there are there is so much more competition and specifically competition coming from private label brands. And many of Amazon's private label brands are, are getting the best real estate and visibility on Prime Day. I think what you're seeing this year, you're seeing a lot more larger ad buys from big brands, some of those that you mentioned, Under Armour specifically, Oral-B, Lysol, they're all running very large ad campaigns this year during Prime Day to try to increase their visibility um, because there is so much competition from private label and other smaller brands. Mm -hmm. I did notice, you know, when I was sifting through um, pages, looking for deals for myself, that there were a number of third party sellers that, you know, were fulfilled by Amazon, but, you know, were still part of the Prime Day deals. Could you talk a little bit about, you know, what third party sellers have seen so far? Yeah. So I actually think that the third party seller side um, of Prime Day is smaller this year than in years past. Um, Amazon actually increased the fee. Uh, that that sellers have to pay to participate in Prime Day this year. And a lot of that was because Amazon wanted to um, cut down on the number of third-party sellers who were distributing products that weren't items that uh, consumers are really kind of craving for. And so you're seeing Amazon really focus more heavily on private label this year, big brands. Certainly, there there are some third-party sellers that continue to uh, invest in Prime Day, wanting to participate in Prime Day. But really, I I feel like this year, more than other years, it feels much more like a really big holiday shopping event that you would see at, say, a Best Buy or Walmart, where they're really focusing on the bigger brands. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's funny, I've seen a number of people kind of call uh, Amazon Prime Day Black Friday in July. I think that's starting to catch on. And it does seem like there are a number of similarities between the two. So I wonder, you know, what is Prime Day signal for what Amazon is going to be like for Black Friday and specifically what it's going to be like for brands to sell on Amazon um, come fall? 
It's a great observation, and there is no doubt in my mind that Prime Day is the best indicator of what Amazon wants to do around Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So it's a good indicator of will private label brands have a major presence during Black Friday and Cyber Monday this year? I think given what we're seeing from Prime Day this year, the answer is yes. I think you're also going to see much larger ad buys from big brands trying to increase their visibility during these periods of peak shopping. So I think you're going to see more of that around Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Mm -hmm. And from what you've seen so far, I mean, clearly there's still um, some time left for Prime Day, but have there been any big pitfalls or any lessons so far that brands might take with them as they're preparing for, you know, what their strategy is going to be like over um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the rest of the holidays? Sure. So we've already spoken with a couple of our brand clients that we work with who who do sell on Amazon. And the ones that we're hearing um, being disappointed, um, and there aren't many of them, but the ones that are disappointed so far are ones who um, didn't participate in placing ad buys, weren't doing paid promotions. Um, it really seems like that is the way that you have to stand out now on Prime Day because there is so much competition. So unfortunately for the smaller brands, uh, that means that you know it's going to have to require larger investment, which is difficult for these smaller brands. Um, clearly the Procter & Gamble's and Unilever's and all of their agencies like WPP and Publicist Group, um, they're all increasing their marketing spend for Amazon. So you know, unfortunately for smaller brands, it's becoming increasingly pay to play. But I think that the experience for consumers is improving. I think the, you know, aside from the technical mishap, the first few hours, I think in general, the shopping experience, the types of products and the types of brands that are available for consumers is far superior than in years past. So it really does feel like Prime Day has grown up um, and has really become a legitimate shopping holiday. So just a couple of years, Amazon has created this holiday, um, you know, made it a must have for brand, not only brands selling on it, but also other retailers were saying, you know, Target, Walmart, uh, major retailers also have sales. So it's, it's a little bit remarkable to see all of this play out. And it seems like what you're saying is um, for the small brands selling in the Amazon, it's pay to play. So it might be hard for them to compete. Um, but for big brands, it seems like Prime Day is kind of boosting everyone in the industry up right now. It is, yeah, and certainly there are a number of other competing retailers who are, you know, riding on Amazon's coattails this week, running promotions of their own. I think the reason that Prime Day is going to be more successful than any of those other promotions that you're seeing this week um, is that Amazon is really able to discount and slash the prices of a far greater number of products thanks to its expansive private label investment over the past year. So the best deals on Amazon during Prime Day are going to be private label products. That's what we've seen this year um, with private label products discounted up to 50 to 55%. Um, and these are also some very popular products. The Echoes, for example, are among the most heavily discounted. And the reason that Amazon can discount them so heavily is because it controls a greater part of the supply chain. It has better margins on those products, so it can really slash those products at really dramatic discounts, whereas other retailers that don't have quite as successful private label brands, they're not able to garner as much attention for those types of products, and also they're not uh, able to discount those products to the degree that Amazon's been able to. Sure. So ultimately, Amazon Prime Day is still very much about Amazon. 
Absolutely. This is really, you know, Amazon's time to shine. And it's been an incredible week for Amazon so far. Great. Well, thank you so much for your thoughts and for coming on the show, Cooper. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Karen. All right, I'm back in the studio here with my lovely Retail Dive team, Kara Salpini and Ben Unglesby. Hey guys, welcome to the studio. Hey, Corinne. <laughs> hey, Corinne. Um, well, it is Wednesday morning and Wednesday afternoon, actually, and we are finally out of the Amazon Prime Day woods. Amazon has certainly succeeded in captivating not only us, but a lot of other retailers and consumers of the last 36 hours, and we learned a lot, for better or for worse. So um, today, you know, let's dig into the best and the worst moments. And um, before we get into the analysis of that from a business perspective, um, you know, we're all consumers. We all buy things. So what'd you do on Prime Day? Uh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, we actually had a, we happened to have a temporary Prime membership. Uh, that we got to order something else earlier in the month and uh, we hadn't canceled it yet and I considered it, but when the day came, I was—I just chose to work instead. You know, and I think our listeners should probably know that that is very fitting with your personality. <laughs> I don't do much online shopping. And, uh, and certainly not from your mobile phone, right? No, no, no. And uh, I, I don't. Who has a flip not, phone? Yeah. For, for clarification, <laughs> no, no, so no, no, no capabilities for buying on no Amazon. No mobile shopping. No Alexa shopping. No, no Internet of Things or voice assistance at my house. And uh, I typically, I'm someone who does not buy things just because they're on sale. Uh, yeah, I'm in the camp of uh, people who use their parents' Prime membership still. So uh, <laughs> I didn't really need anything on Prime Day, so I didn't. Uh, go through the effort of asking for my mom's login information again. So that's kind of <laughs> how my day went. <laughs> so no deals. Two out of three people, no no deals. I definitely what shopped. <laughs> what did you buy? What did, you um, what did I buy? I was I was going for basics, you know. So I bought some sheets. Um, we'll get into this a little bit later, but I tried to buy some sheets immediately and kept I got trapped in this like consistent loop of dog pictures. <laughs> so I didn't buy my sheets until last night. Um, but I got some sheets. I got some sandals. Um, you know, I actually shopped on Target. Target, Target is, had some good uh, Target deals. Target was a good competitor this uh, year. So let's talk about the worst things. There were some problems in the beginning, Kara. What, what kind of happened at the beginning? You and I were both on Amazon trying to buy yeah. stuff right at 3 p.m. on, <laughs> um, on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I, d I think it's definitely on brand for us to, to start with the worst. And you alluded to it earlier, which was uh, the website crash. I mean, uh, it, it, it's true that it only lasted about an hour, but if you're really excited about Prime Day and you're getting on at 3 p.m. and you're having trouble getting stuck in this loop of, of dogs telling you you can't buy yet, and um, th there's a question of how many consumers they lost with that first hour. And uh, internet retailer estimated that was somewhere near $72.4 million. But um, you have to also account for, you know, people might come back later. Um, but that was definitely the biggest fail for Amazon this year. Right. I mean, consumers had 36 hours, right? So I think some of the argument is, well, they had plenty of time to come back later and get those deals. Up, yeah. um, the, the one thing, though, is some of the deals expired and, you know, were time sensitive. So some people might just not have been able to get some things. Yeah. And there were, um, there, there were definitely, they definitely still made money off of the holiday. 
but there were retailers who were trying to take advantage of that. I know uh, you and I, Corinne, were, were doing a little experimenting in the office on the website, and Home Depot uh, sort of sent out an email with the subject line, like, tired of looking at dogs? Uh, like, we've still got our deals up and running. So right. kind of like a tongue-in-cheek, uh, playful response to, to Amazon's problems. So uh, Amazon's loss ended up being very good for competitors. So there was some other criticism too. In Europe, uh, there were some warehouse strikes. So workers at a fulfillment center in Spain, part of a group called Amazon on Lucha, went on a strike a couple hours before the kickoff. And they weren't the only ones. Thousands of others joined in Germany and Poland. And so there was a lot of dissent over working conditions and, and labor rights there and talking about income inequality. And um, it's unclear though how many workers participated and the real effect that it had on Amazon? I think Amazon said, at least in Germany, that it wouldn't. Um, but yeah, we, I, I don't think we know yet what the what the results, if anything, were of the, of the strikes. You know, as we were talking about earlier, Ben, you said that it's, it's Amazon's day. It's a day that, you know, just begs people to come out and criticize them just because, you know, there ha there's a big hoopla. Right, yeah, I mean, they created the day around itself. I mean, they, they kind of made it up out of thin air and they, and they branded it with, with, their pri with Prime. Uh, so if, it, if it's a day you make about Amazon and, and market as Amazon, it's a day for your critics to kind of pick up on that marketing, just like your competitors do, and, and try and get their message across, too. Yeah, so there was a little bit of other criticism. Um, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders um, hosted an employee-focused town hall that was really aimed at shaming a lot of big corporate CEOs. So he it was set up as kind of workers versus CEOs. They invited um, folks from Walmart, Amazon, Disney, American Airlines, and McDonald's. And surprise, surprise, uh, none of these CEOs showed up. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if this was even on Jeff Bezos's radar. But, you know, he had people, workers, come up to talk about some of the things that they had experienced. He had some Amazon uh, warehouse workers come on and talk about just how awful they felt going to work every day, talking about, you know, the conditions, being very stressed out, and also talking about income inequality. You know, when you look at Jeff Bezos just becoming the richest man in the world at the same time as these workers really struggling. I think it was just kind of pointed for this to also be a part of the conversation of Prime. Yeah, and these are these are definitely important criticisms and, and interesting criticisms to pay attention to. But uh, it is a question of how many consumers are paying attention to those criticisms. <laughs> you know, right. um, obviously it's still it's still a huge shopping holiday, and while some consumers might be affected by those criticisms, uh, a, a lot of them definitely were not affected. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, as we mentioned, this this was a huge win for Amazon overall. So a couple of criticisms, but um, worth kind of spending a little more time digging into what were the best moments of Prime Day. So Ben, you. You did a little research on you know what to expect from Prime Day so how did Prime Day get so big so we're in the fourth year and I mean just so last year uh, according to retail me now to, to research they've done starting last year is their biggest shopping day and it was up from number 21 that's a really big leap um, and, and again just just from just from going to made up out of thin air just a few years ago to being this huge summer digital sales bonanza is pretty remarkable. Yeah, and that growth has, has also led to you know, um, improvements in Prime Day in general. There are you know, more deals uh, across different areas on Amazon. There are more deals on more legit products. You know, it's not just like a, a clearing out of inventory anymore. These are, are, are deals that people actually would want. And then 
Um, just, just personally, I noticed a lot of advertising this year, which obviously they've done in the past, but I'm, I'm not sure they've done it on this scale before. There were a lot of TV ads that I saw for Prime. Uh, I heard some on Spotify while I was listening, and, and those were also throughout the day. So they were really pushing like, hey, there's X more hours of Prime Day left, or Prime Day closes tonight, but you still have time to get X, Y, and Z deals. So it's really just becoming um, much more of an event uh, on for Amazon itself, but, but also for other retailers. Other retailers are participating more and more in Prime Day, and it's becoming uh, a powerful event for them as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the big news that we saw this week that might have been surprising for folks was that Target had its best digital day of the year. And I think people weren't expecting that because people expect Cyber Monday, even expect Black Friday now to yield the best digital sales. But the fact now that Amazon Prime Day is not just about Amazon, it's also, and it's not just about people selling on Amazon, but it's about other retailers, other big box retailers, I think is a pretty big deal. Target, of course, you know, didn't give a lot of sales numbers, but they did say that 90% of of the online orders are being fulfilled by their stores. So I think it's also a good test for them to kind of flex how are they using the advantage of their stores to make all of this work because they have a very different supply chain model than Amazon does. And, you know, as we have been talking about, this is kind of a let's practice before Black Friday thing. So I think that was interesting to see Target have a lot of success this year. For sure. And that's and, and that success is, is coming even though Best Buy and Target generally have uh, had 10% higher prices than, than Amazon, according to MarketTrack, during um, Prime Day. And so that, that really shows that those customers are, are not only focused <laughs> on the price during Prime Day. They're, sh they're still shopping at those other retailers. Yeah, and it's, well, it's interesting that at least to me, that Walmart didn't put out a press release to, today. I, we, Amazon did, Target did, and at least uh, at the publication, we kind of talk about those three in the, in the same breath often. I mean, Walmart, Amazon, Target are all the big mass merchants, and we've made so much out of how what, what Walmart's doing to compete with Amazon, how, uh, how much it's investing in its, on the e-commerce on the e side. eMarketer just came out with their latest uh, estimates for, for the e-commerce market share, Amazon's about to take up 50% of the entire online market and Walmart is still at number four and, and at number four has a tiny market share compared to, to Amazon. I think it's just under 4%. Um, so they still have a lot of ways to, to go, I think. Right. So, I mean, other businesses, whether they want to, I think most of them at this point have to play the game and offer deals this week. Um, but really, at the end of the day, this is all about Amazon. Amazon is very self-interested in creating this holiday and booming sales over the summer when it can be slow. So I think it's really worth, you know, as our last piece of good news for Amazon is talking about you know, strategically what what they were selling and why that was good for them. And I think a lot of the products that we saw were not just selling, you know, an immediate sale now, but they're selling long-term growth. So, the, you know, the crux of this is that they want to get more people in the prime ecosystem. That's kind of the overreaching thing. The other thing is devices. We saw some of the biggest discounts on all the Echo Dots and the look and the show. And, you know, their ambition clearly is to go after Google and try to get Alexa into homes everywhere. I think it plays into their connected home play that, you know, if you've already got an Echo, you're not going to start buying Google products. You're going to use Alexa for everything in your home. For sure. And, and the other idea off of that, right, is that 
when they buy these devices, they're going to be shopping more through through Amazon as well. You know, if you buy a Kindle, you're going to buy other products for the Kindle, or you're going to buy your books for the Kindle off of Amazon. And um, you know, if if you have uh, an Echo Dot, you might start voice shopping through your Echo Dot, and hopefully that's going to be through Amazon. So it, it really is about getting more purchases in the long term and having those products heavily discounted on Prime Day is uh, is sort of going to make it much more likely for me to say I want to get an Alexa product than I want to get Google Home or Google's latest uh, addition to that space. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see, you know, out of what we've learned over this course of this week, how much of that shows up um, over Black Friday and throughout the holidays. Um, in, in some regards, um, this is definitely kind of a, a test gearing up for that. Any final thoughts, guys? Uh, no discount. <laughs> no discount on uh, Echo would make me have the Internet of Things in my house. <laughs> they could offer me money for for a voice assistant. I still wouldn't take it. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Conversational Commerce. For all the latest updates on industry news, analysis, and trends, subscribe to our free daily newsletter at retaildive.com. If you like this show, leave us a review on iTunes and stay tuned for more episodes. Until next time, I'm Corinne Ruff, and this was Conversational Commerce.